from the book of Jeremiah. It's a very first chapter. Uh, let me just set up the scene so you understand where we're going with this. Uh, the nation of Israel was in a very dark time spiritually. Uh, the people of God and the surrounding communities of people that were not a Hebrew, uh, all of them, there was this great spiritual darkness that was in the land. Uh, there was blatant disobedience to God for, from the children of Israel perspective and from both the children of Israel and the other uh, cultures that were in the land. There was idolatry everywhere. And in this difficult atmosphere, Jeremiah was chosen by God. And I want to begin reading in, from the first chapter, starting at the fourth verse. God speaking to Jeremiah, he said, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. Now, Jeremiah responds, O sovereign Lord, I said, I can't speak for you. I'm too young. The Lord replied, don't say I'm too young, for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. And don't be afraid of the people, for I will be with you and will protect you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Then the Lord reached out and touched my mouth and said, Look, I have put my words in your mouth. Look, yeah, I'm going to finish with that one. Look, I have put my words in your mouth. So now, Jeremiah is told by God here that he was set apart by God. Even before he was born and formed in the womb, God already knew him. God had already chosen him. Uh, it's a fancy word that we call predestination, uh, where God had already made a decision. He had already chosen Jeremiah uh, to be his servant. And notice he is set apart by God for a very specific mission. And the mission was to be a prophet of God for, and for God, meaning to tell the people what would be coming in the days ahead. Uh, and so his mission was to be God's mouthpiece, uh, to communicate to the people the word that God would tell him to say. Notice God told him, I'm going to tell you what to say. You don't have to be worried about anything. I'm going to tell you what... The, you're to say, I'm going to put my words in your mouth. And as we have just read, Jeremiah now responds to God by giving God the reasons why he could not be called, why he couldn't be chosen by God to do what God had called him to do. He said, God, I'm too, I, I can't speak. I'm not a good communicator. How could you call me to be a prophet if I'm not a good communicator? On top of that, God, I'm too young. 
it's uh, believed that at this point, Jeremiah was 20 years old. And that would be considered young to be the herald of God, to be the mouthpiece of God to an entire nation. But, and, that, and Jeremiah looked at that and said, all of these other men that are way older than I, more wisdom than I, more eloquent than I mean, that could communicate, I can't be chosen by you, God. I can't be the one. But God told him, Jeremiah, you don't have to be afraid because I'm going to put my word in your mouth and I'm going to be with you and I'm going to protect you. Jeremiah carried out God's mission. He became the prophet that God wanted him to become. Not only that, but I'm going to read you one verse from uh, the same book in the 25th chapter, the third verse, if you're making notes. Listen to what uh, Jeremiah says there. For the past 23 years, from the 13th year of the reign of Josiah, son of Ammon, king of Judah, until now, the Lord has been giving me his messages. I have faithfully passed them on to you, but you have not listened. So what we can gather from this now is that Jeremiah has been the prophet of God at this juncture for 23 years. For 23 years, he faithfully fulfilled his mission to share with the people, the words that God had told him to say. Even though for 23 years, they didn't listen. And yet he was faithful. In fact, overall, from the time of God's call upon his life, where God chose him, to the end of his ministry was approximately 50 years. You talk about a man who was faithful to the call of God upon his life. So why am I sharing that with you and I today? What's our connection? What is it that God wants to say to all of us here tonight? And not just all here, but everyone that's watching. Listen, we are living in a time of physical upheaval, uh, spiritual upheaval. It's a time uh, uh, of great darkness like never before. I believe we are racing toward the return of Christ because the, the Lord has talked about the fact that prior to his return, there would be an increase of wickedness. And my God, are we not seeing an increase of wickedness all around us? And it's going at such a fast pace. And now more than ever before, we must not forget that we also are chosen by God. Everyone that has received Jesus Christ as their Savior, let me just share a couple of things. God knew you before you were even born. And you were divinely chosen by God to be his messenger. You were chosen by God to be on mission. And I want to share just a couple of thoughts regarding that. Uh, that uh, number one is that we 
are set apart by God for his mission. Every single one. This is not for a prophet. This is not for a pastor or a teacher. This is for every child of God, every born-again believer. We are set apart by God for his mission. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 2, it says, I am writing to God's church in Corinth to you who have been called by God to be his holy people. Now, again, the word call there means to be set apart by God for God. That's what it means there. And every believer is called. We are all set apart by God, chosen by God for his mission. The second thought I want to share with you is this. Our mission is to be God's mouthpiece. To say what God tells us to say. Notice God told Jeremiah, you are to go where I tell you to go, and you are to say what I tell you to say. That was the mission. Go and say. Or if we want to use the expression we often hear in Christianity, go and tell. Right? And I believe that during this pandemic, and because of this pandemic, it is more difficult than ever before to invite people to come to church, right? That unsaved loved one that you like, uh, unsaved family member, unsaved co-worker or friend. Uh, it, the pandemic has caused a situation whereby it's not so easy to get people to come into a church building now because of the situation. And I understand that. But because of that, I believe it's also uh, uh, uniquely positioned us because now it's, it's relying upon the individual believer to be God's mouthpiece. Because in the past, for the most part, most Christians say, I just got to get them to church and the pastor will preach and they'll get saved. In other words, the pastor is God's mouthpiece and so I just got to do my part, get them there, and then he'll minister God's word and then God will do the rest. But because of this pandemic now, we have to, sh we have to shift now our mindset and to realize now that every single one of us is God's mouthpiece. That we can't depend on the old system, so to speak, of evangelism, uh, that we are the ones that God wants to use to, to go where God wants us to go and to say what God wants us to say. Which is so great because we don't have to come up with the words to say. For God has promised, I'm going to tell you what to say. Right? Doesn't he say in the scriptures, the Holy Spirit will tell you. He will lead you. He will guide you. It's not incumbent upon you and I to come up with the words. The Lord will give us the words to say. That brings me to my third point. And that is this. We must not give God excuses. I mean, Jeremiah was like, I'm not a good communicator. I don't know how to talk well. Talking is not my thing, God. Can you imagine? We do the same thing to God. But can you imagine talking to God and telling God, God has already told you, I knew you before you even were born. I chose you. 
I've got a plan to use you to fulfill my mission. And yet we, like Jeremiah, we go, oh, okay, God, time out. That's all well and good. But God, I'm not a good speaker, as if God didn't know that. Well, God, I'm too young. Some of us might say, well, God, I'm too old. Well, God, I don't know enough about the Bible. I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on. Of all the reasons we tell God, and by the way, ourselves, why we can't fulfill the call of God upon our life. Why we can't uh, uh, be chosen by God to be his mouthpiece. No, no, no. See, I work behind the scenes, Pastor. That's somebody else's. That's the evangelistic team or, or that's the teachers or that's this. No, every one of us who is born again, who has received Jesus Christ as our Savior, we are all chosen by God. And we're chosen to be his mouthpiece, to fulfill his mission. Because we live at a time where you might be the only one available to talk to that person. You might be the only one that's available to talk to that relative that's shut in right now. That co-worker, because you can't get them to church and you, well, you're going to tell, okay, here's what you do. Here's the link. You could watch the service online. See, we try all of these other things to try to push you away from the fact that if that can do it, then I don't have to do it. And I'm here to tell you tonight, you are God's chosen. Let's not give God excuses. And, you know, this is nothing new, right? What happened when God chose Moses? I mean, he went through that whole thing, and Moses sees the burning bush and all this, and he knows, my God, it's the very presence of God. Moses experienced what few human beings ever experienced. He made contact with the living God. He could visualize it and see it. And he went through all these things, hearing that God tell him, you're my man, Moses. And Moses, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, time out. I, I'm a stutterer. I'm not really good at this thing. I, I don't think I can do this. See, we, this is nothing new for God's people to, to get to that place where we like to give excuses. And I think that helps me to segue into this fourth point, and that is because we must not be afraid. If we're transparent tonight, most of us have difficulty sharing our faith because of fear. Fear is the number one tool of Satan to keep God's people's mouth shut. Can give you all kind of reasons why you better not open your mouth. You're going to sound like a fool. They're going to ridicule you. You're going to mess up all everything one by one by one. He piles it on, and all of a sudden, this thing of fear wells up in our heart. And he causes us to be afraid and to be quiet. Because, see, after all, I don't want to fail my mission. But here's the truth that you need to know. The only true failure is disobedience. Let me say that one more time. The only true failure is when you and I disobey God. 
and don't go where he tells us to go. Don't say what he tells us to say. That's the only true failure, you see. Number five. Listen, we must be faithful. We must be faithful. I love Jeremiah's story. Jeremiah was faithful, as we record in the Bible, for 23 years saying what God wanted him to say. God would say, go over here and say this, and Jeremiah would go over there and say this. Then God would say, go over here and say that, and Jeremiah would say that. Go to this person and say this, and Jeremiah would go and say that. And for 23 years, he faithfully did what God told him to do. He fulfilled his mission, stayed faithful to it, even though nobody listened. See, we're so conditioned upon wanting to see the results. But Jeremiah realized it's not about the results, it's about obedience. It's about you and I realizing I'm on mission. God purposely called me into his kingdom for this very purpose and for such a time as this. In the midst of this pandemic, there are people hurting all the way, all around me. That my own family members and friends, my co-workers, my neighbors, they're all around me and they're all hurting and needing to hear something from God. And God has called me and called you to be that mouthpiece, to be the one to share. And we have to guard our hearts from looking for results. Because it's not about results, it's about obedience. See, it's not on you and I to save anybody. That's God. Only God can do that. But it's on you and I to communicate the truth of his word, to say what he tells us to say, to do what he tells us to do. Because sometimes God will say, here's what I want you to do. I want you to uh, go over to that relative's house, you know, that one that uh, you want, you've never talked to about the God, and I want you to talk to them, and then I want you to pray for them. And I I really, I got to do all that, God? Why can't I just send them a little note, <laughs> a text? I say, I'll text them. No, I want you to go, and I want you to do what I tell you to do, don't be afraid. My, I put my words in your mouth. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to protect you. It'll be fine. Just go and do. Go and say. We're talking tonight about you and I being chosen by God. Let me go over those points again. You and I are set apart by God for his mission. That's number one. Our mission is to be God's mouthpiece. And you and I must not give God excuses. And we must not be afraid. And we must be faithful. Pastor Jason, if you would come back, please. Here's the one thing that we can look to the Lord for tonight. And that is that the Lord had promised something for us that's available for everyone who is chosen by him to be a mouthpiece. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, 
It says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere. In Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And what that simply means for you and I, God's saying, you're going to tell people about me everywhere. You're going to go in Jerusalem is your immediate home and all of those that are in your community. And then it begins to Judea, go out of that part. And then Samaria is the place where no Jew would ever think of going. God said, I'm going to send you to places you would not think of going on your own. And you're going to tell people about me everywhere. I want to pray tonight for a fresh outpouring of the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit to fill every single one of us because you and I have been chosen by God to be his mouthpiece. And I want to be obedient to that call. I want to fulfill that mission. And that's my desire for you as well.